I'm here at the historic Newport Shipyard with Puma Ocean Racing skipper Kenny Reed. Kenny, how are you doing on this beautiful day here in Newport? Uh, it's good to be around, good to be near the water. Tell me a little bit about the background of the Newport Shipyard where Il Mostro is docked. This is one of the last shipyards that are actually on New Newport Harbor. Newport Harbor, essentially just through development and condominiums and, and all the like time sharing, really got run down over the last 20 years or so. Newport was a Navy city for the longest time. Then it became very commercial uh, and then residential very fast. The, the transitions happened really quick. There used to be three huge shipyards here in the harbor proper, and now this is really the only one left, and it is really turned out to be the perfect spot for Puma Ocean Racing to set up shop. So you've been here since about 2007, 2008? Yeah, 2007 is when we formed, and we came right here, and uh, Charlie Dana and the Dana family uh, have been really good to us here. They, I think Newport loves having us around because it really has the kind of the feel, our program, especially when we had two boats testing a lot, uh, our boat, our, our program has the feel of the old America's Cup days, you know, and, and when they're used to be a dozen 12 meters around here going in and out every day and here we are kind of doing the same type of thing and and you get a lot of comments from people but they just like having the program here in town because it reminds them of the good old days. Glory days of the America's Cup Connor, with Dennis Connor. Yeah. yeah I actually skippered two of Dennis Connor's America's Cup efforts and uh, uh, unique character but Dennis was the one that actually lost it in 1983 and that's that's actually the year I moved to town was 1983 so I've been here uh, I grew up a part of it. I grew up in Seekonk and, and Barrington, Rhode Island is where I sailed. And so I've been a part of the America's Cup, I think, since since I was born. But the, the fact is, since I've lived here, it's been the post-America's Cup era and the town has changed. You're building a new Puma Ocean Racing V70 yacht. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, well, a lot of people ask us, so we have a successful boat. Obviously, we just came in second in the last fall of the ocean race. Why do we need a new one? Well, the fact is, it's like a car. Every, every model year you buy a new car, it's got some new tricks and bells and whistles on it that just makes it simply better. It probably drives a little bit better, has a little bit gas mileage, it goes a little faster, it's better aerodynamics. Honestly, a boat is absolutely no different. It, this is every little bit of the next boat will be one or two, or if you could ever get 5% out of something, that's a huge number. So think, you know, some people say, well, one or 2%, that's easily made up. But you think about it around the world, one or 2% is a huge chunk of time, huge chunk of speed. So we're building a new boat. We're building it at New England Boat Works up in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. We're trying to keep this whole thing as local as possible, it, mainly because Rhode Island is a wonderful state with regard to the marine business. But secondly, it's nice to keep it all close and we can keep our eye on, on how the project is running full time. It might not be well known, but you're an avid golfer as well, Kenny, when you're not on the ocean uh, racing around the world. Yeah, I, I actually kind of took up golf probably about 20 years ago, and I was a hockey player, so golfing kind of came, I guess, somewhat naturally. Uh, my my golf swing clearly looks like a slap shot, so if you, if you were to look at it from that standpoint, somebody would, people say immediately, "Oh, you're a hockey player." But um, a bunch of us, a bunch of guys my age, kind of took it on at the same time and have really enjoyed it. it. It's a nice change of pace. My daughter, who's 13, it's now one of her sports, so it's fun to go play with her. 
and and stay as attached as you can stay to a 13 year old and uh yeah no i, I really enjoyed it. and with puma being into golf and now of course puma purchasing the cobra brand it's it's kind of a dream come true the most of our team went up to a, a huge cobra outing i think there were 115 cobra people and they won and i talked to them about joining puma you know this is these are cobra and other distributors from all around the country new to puma so we talked to them about about joining Puma because it was really only about three and a half years ago that I joined Puma and uh, and then they were learning how to fit fit people and so they used us as their guinea pigs to fit that day and there were some pretty varied swings out there on the range and we really enjoyed it I think our guys really enjoyed all the Cobra folks and all the Cobra folks really enjoyed the ocean racing Part, we're going to take some golfers out for a sale, and um, it's all fun. It's all good. The Cobra brand, the sales team, launched this month in August, I believe, or sometime August or September. Yeah. Should be pretty fun. Yep. So it must have been like Christmas morning when you uh, figured out that uh, you're going to be getting all new Cobra clubs. and. Well, I've actually been using a Cobra driver for a long time, and but this this kid, I wish, I th- Chris something or other, uh, what was his last name? He's really good at fitting, and he spent a lot of time, and they had you know, launch monitors, and now I kept saying, you're making the assumption that I'm actually swinging the same every time, so so this is a huge <laughs> assumption, but it, it, it was really, I think mentally, at the end of the day, when you get these clubs, I think you automatically think you're going to become a better golfer, no matter what. It's all in the head. It's all in the head, so it's it, it's a lot like sailing in a way. It's it's most of it's mental. So on the 2011-2012 Volvo Ocean Race campaign that the Puma Ocean Racing is going to be doing, there's 11 layovers. Do you think you'll be golfing and stopping off at any of those places to uh, hit the links? Well, not not only that. We're, we're actually we have to we have uh, entire shore bases which which are at each of the stopovers, and these shore bases are essentially like a pit pit crew for a Formula One team. But we get to the next port faster than ships can. So we actually have to have two of two of these bases. And so the bases kind of leapfrog themselves around the world. Now, this is an added dilemma for all of us who are golfers, because now we're going to have to have two identical sets of clubs in each of the, in each of the um, container bases. So we always have the ability to go play, because Lord knows now we can't play without Cobra clubs, because they're the best clubs in the world, by the way. And your Puma garb, though. You've been wearing the trucker hat, probably. And the... Yeah, no, I don't quite do the trucker hat justice to old uh, that old Ricky Fowler does. I I, I brought my daughter to the CVS uh, charity classic that, that our friends, the Faxons and Androids, put on. And following Ricky Fowler around was hysterical. I, I think I was the oldest person in his gallery by about 26 years. And my daughter became a massive golf fan in about two seconds because she thinks he looks like Justin Bieber. So he is, that's the type of thing Puma does. They look at things differently outside the box. And and clearly this kid is a wonderful breath of fresh air for, for golf, just like Puma Ocean Racing is a wonderful breath of fresh air for the sport of sailing. So it, it's, uh, it's consistent with the way Puma thinks, but at the same time, it was just fascinating to kind of be a fly on the wall and watch another sport and how it's being approached by Puma and, and, and now Cobra, hopefully. And, um, and where they're going to take it. When you're out on the ocean during the Volvo Ocean Race or any other campaign you do, Kenny, do you have any superstitions? I know that golfers usually have them out on the course. Oh, I, I think all of us 
have varied amounts of superstitions. I mean, from what you wear the day one to how many days you keep your underwear on for to uh, where showers. I, you guys shower. Well, the only time you shower, you shower is an act of God because showers happen when it rains out and you just stand underneath the mainsail. We keep a a big thing of like body wash or shampoo out in the cockpit. So if there's a rainstorm, you literally gear off, stand under the mainsail, shower up as quick as you can, and and you're done. But things like like I'll put my I'll I'll put my uh, sunglasses away in the same spot in the boat until we lose a sked. So we, as long as we're winning skeds, so sometimes on a bad day, you'll see my sunglasses being stored all over the boat. On other days, uh, other days, they'll be in the same spot time after time after time, and that's probably, that's a good sign. That means we've had a good day. People have often asked you, I'm sure, you know, why would you put yourself through being out on the ocean for up to 56,000 miles for a year under conditions of heat and cold and treacherous conditions as well? Well, I've kind of come full circle. I went to Boston University and, you know, made, made started my career in dinghy sailing like most sailors. And, and um, uh, you know, without BU, for example, none of this would have happened. You know, coaches skip white at BU and, and, um, and all the different teammates and how competitive we were. And we won three national championships at BU. And, and then all of a sudden you get drafted into the marine world and I was in the sail making business forever and slowly started graduating up through the sport. Never with a goal like I want a skipper in America's Cup boat or I want a skipper of Volvo Ocean Race program. But it just happens. It evolves, you know. It, it's like I think the people who say when I was eight, I decided I wanted to be the greatest golfer. Who are those people? No, because they, uh, they, it, that's that doesn't exist. And, and if it does, and the chances of you letting yourself down and kind of wrecking your life is is like a billion times higher. So the the thing is, you know, I, I just took it as it came. And as as I I guess the key is you keep winning, and you keep winning, you keep getting asked to do the next higher profile event. And before you know it, you're skipper in America's Cup boat. And then before you know it, somebody offers you to run a Volvo Ocean Race program. And this is the pinnacle of the sport. So you don't, in any business, you don't, you don't, you, you trip over a sponsor like Puma. You, you trip over a sponsor like Puma, and you trip over a, a program like a Volvo Ocean Race program. It just doesn't happen very often. So when it does, you run with it. And and yes, are there some days of misery? Absolutely. But uh, the overall. Uh, the overall effect is fantastic. I want to thank you so much, Kenny, and good luck during the 2011-2012 Volvo Ocean Race and, of course, your golf. We'll see you on the links first, I guarantee it. All right, thank you. You're listening to Goldie Bounce Golf Live on 95.9 WATD.